Listening to sermons as we go about our days, driving around or doing our work, is a perfect reminder of our Lord's promises and of His mercies. This is the mission of Upper Room Media. To make the Word of God accessible to anybody and everybody. And in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. The late Pope Shenouda had a very famous line that he would always repeat, especially during challenging times, during difficulties. He would say very simply in Arabic, Rabbena Mawgud, which translated to English is, God is here. God is here. There's a priest in America, passed away, named Father Alexander Jmemen. He was the, the head of St. Vladimir's Seminary. And it was his custom, as each cohort of graduating priests would graduate, he would give them an address, a speech. And as he aged, it began to be difficult for him. But the very last time that he addressed these graduating priests from his seminary, he was very frail and sick, but he still went to give them the address as they were graduating, ready to become priests. And he said to them, I came all the way here just to tell you one thing. The devil is here. Which one is correct? Pope Shenouda saying all the time, God is here. Or Father Alexander Schmemann saying in his final words, the devil is here. In today's gospel, we have uh, a blind, mute, demon-possessed man that is brought to our Lord Jesus Christ. And of course, very casually, our Lord heals him and casts out the demon. Everybody's amazed. Could this be the son of David? Never seen anything like this before. Then the Pharisees try to explain it away by saying, oh, no, 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 it's, it's just um, he is casting out Satan by Satan. It's a very dumb comment. But our Lord is, is patient and says, well, that makes no sense. How does Satan cast out Satan? It's a silly suggestion. But then he says something very critical to them. He says, that's dumb. Satan casting out Satan, that makes no sense. Doesn't even work. But if, just if, if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. If it is the Spirit of God with which I cast out this demon, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Why? What's the link? What's the link between him casting out a devil by the Spirit of God that means the kingdom of God has come 
upon us. Very simply, there are only two kingdoms in this world. There is the kingdom of God, and there is the kingdom of the devil. There are only two powers in this world, the power of God or the power of the devil. And so our Lord is saying that if I have removed the kingdom of Satan, then which kingdom has taken its place? Because there's only two kingdoms. If I have removed the kingdom of Satan, then the kingdom of God has come. I imagine it like somebody sitting on a chair and somebody comes along and shoves that person off the chair and takes their spot. There's two kingdoms, but there's only one throne. And so the Lord is saying that if I have come and I have displaced Satan from his throne, then I have taken the place on the throne. So if I have cast out Satan, if I have pushed him off that chair, then the kingdom of God has come upon you because I have taken the place on the throne. This actually is the state of our hearts, that our heart has a single throne. You cannot have multiple thrones. There's a single throne in our hearts. And there is somebody always on it. Either the devil is on the throne of our hearts or the Lord has taken his place as king on our throne, meaning the kingdom of God has come upon you. There's a story during the reign of Queen Victoria. There was a man who lived in a village, a simple man, and uh, a friend went to visit him, and he walked into his house, and he noticed that he had a chair hanging from his ceiling. And he's looking at this chair hanging from the ceiling. That's weird. And his friend says to him, do you want to know the story of why I've got a chair hanging on my ceiling? He says, yeah, please explain to me. It's very odd. He said, one time, I was just home, it was one evening, and there was a knock on my door. I opened the door. It was Queen Victoria. It was her custom to do that, just knock on random houses and, and share a cup of tea. But the man who owned the house said, after Queen Victoria left, I looked at the chair and I couldn't let anybody ever sit on that chair again. The queen sat on it. So I hung it up from the ceiling. This actually is what takes place in our life. That once the Lord has come, has displaced Satan from the throne of our hearts and has taken his place, I can't let anybody ever Sit on that throne again. Our Lord says, if I have cast out Satan, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. And this answers the question of where we're going after our death. Because God's kingdom, although we sometimes think, is relegated to the afterlife, 
that God's kingdom is somehow not here, but up there. Well, our Lord says, no, the kingdom has come upon you now. If I have taken my place in your heart, then the kingdom of God has begun now. It is just a continuation after my death. We just continue on to what has already begun now. It's no surprise where we'll be going. C.S. Lewis says that. He says, after our death, no one will be surprised. No one will be like, how did I end up in hell? We'll know. Because if the kingdom of God has begun now, and as we pass through to death, it is just a continuation of what we're living now. My first week as a priest came to church on a Friday night to hang out with the youth. And I got a message from Uncle Magdi. He sent it to all the priests. He said, there's a lady in hospital. She's in a coma. It would be good if there's a priest that can go pray for her. So I, was not, I had nothing to do. It was late at night on a Friday night. I went to Bunyaub in his office. I said, uh, do you want me to go? I'm free. He said, yeah, please go. We're, we're all busy. Um, I go, okay, so what do I do when I get there? He goes, just pray on her the prayer of the litany of the sick and anoint her with holy oil. I said, I don't have any holy oil. So he goes, I'll give you mine. So he gave me his one. So I rocked up to the hospital late at night, found the room. She's there. Her husband's next to her. And I followed Abuna's instructions, did the prayer, got out the oil, anointed her with the oil, and then she died. I was like, I, I didn't do anything. It wasn't, it wasn't me. I just, and I took a step back. Her husband's losing her. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. So I got out of there and I left. And I called Abuna. I said, Abuna, I think what you want me to do? And she just died on the spot. Abuna said, actually, this is expected. She's a holy lady. And she lived a holy life. And it's probably that her spirit, although her body is dying, her spirit is waiting for the blessing of the church and then to continue on into the afterlife. It is a continuation, an expectation. Living here in the kingdom, kingdom of God has begun and we continue on into the afterlife. The priests now tease me like whenever I pray on someone, they go, oh, be careful, you know, she's going to die, he's going to die. And like, Buddha Mark sends people to heaven. But I said, it's your oil, Abuna. It's not my oil. You're the problem. Pope Shenouda was right when he said, God is here. Father Alexander Schmemann was right when he said, the devil is here. But which one is in our hearts? 
And that is the question we need to ask ourselves every day. Who is here? Who is it? Who is here in my heart today? Who is present? If we find that it's Jesus, we thank him and we never let anybody take his place. We preserve that throne sacred because our Lord has sat on it. If we find it's Satan in our hearts, we push him aside and replace him with Jesus because then the kingdom of God has come upon us. And if we continue every day asking this question, who is here, ensuring that it's Christ on our throne, then we know that this will be completed in heaven. And glory be to God forever. Amen. This talk was brought to you by Upper Room Media. We hope that this talk has, through the grace of God, touched your heart. And we pray that it will not only inform you, but will also transform you and your life with Christ.